Section thirteen of the Shipwreck by William Falconer. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Phil Schempf. Canto third, part two. A while the mast in ruins dragged behind, balanced the impression of the helm and wind. The wounded serpent agonized with pain, thus trails his mangled volume on the plain. But now the wreck dissevered from the rear, the long reluctant prow began to veer, while round before the enlarging wind it falls. Square four and aft yards, the master calls. You timoneers, her motion still attend, for on your steerage all our lives depend. So steady, meet her, watch the blast behind, and steer her right before the seas and wind. Starboard again, the watchful pilot cries. Starboard, the obedient timoneer replies. Then back to port, revolving at command. The wheel rolls swiftly through each glowing hand. The ship, no longer foundering by the lee, bears on her side the invasions of the sea. All lonely o'er the desert waste she flies, scourged on by surges, storms, and bursting skies as when enclosing harponeers assail in hyperborean seas the slumbering whale soon as their javelins pierce his scaly side he groans he darts impetuous down the tide and racked all over with lacerating pain he flies remote beneath the flood in vain so with resistless haste the wounded ship scuds from the chasing waves along the deep while dashed apart by her dividing prow like burning adamant the waters glow her joints forget their firm elastic tone her long keel trembles and her timbers groan upheaved behind her in tremendous height the billows frown with fearful radiance bright now quivering o'er the topmost wave she rides while deep beneath the enormous gulf divides now launching headlong down the horrid vale she hears no more the roaring of the gale till up the dreadful height again she flies trembling beneath the current of the skies as that rebellious angel who from heaven to regions of eternal pain was driven when dreadless he forsook the stygian shore the distant realms of eden to explore here on sulphurous clouds sublime upheaved with daring wing the infernal air he cleaved there in some hideous gulf descending prone far in the void abrupt of night was thrown even so she climbs the briny mountain's height then down the black abyss precipitates her flight the mass around whose tops the whirlwinds sing with long vibration round her axle swing to guide the wayward course amid the gloom the watchful pilots different posts assume albert and rodman on the poop appear there to direct each guiding timoneer while at the bow the watch arion keeps to shun the cruisers wandering o'er the deeps where'er he moves polemon still attends as if on him his only hope depends while rodman fearful of some neighboring shore 
cries ever and anon look out afore thus o'er the flood four hours she scudding flew when falconera's rugged cliffs they view faintly along the larboard bow descried as o'er its mountain-tops the lightnings glide high o'er its summit through the gloom of night the glimmering watch-tower cast a mournful light in dire amazement riveted they stand and hear the breakers lash the rugged strand but scarce perceived when past the beam it flies swift as the rapid eagle cleaves the skies that danger past reflects a feeble joy but soon returning fears their hope destroy as in the atlantic ocean when we find some alp of ice driven southward by the wind the sultry air all sickening pants around in deluges of torrid ether drowned till when the floating isle approaches nigh in cooling tides the aerial billows fly a while delivered from the scorching heat in gentler tides our feverish pulses beat such transient pleasure as they pass this strand a moment bade their throbbing hearts expand the elusive meteors of a lifeless fire too soon they kindle and too soon expire end of section thirteen